0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
1: Let's go places.
2: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. Give
3: me a girl, give me a I'm
2: more. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. You
4: heard it. I'm RJ live, coast to coast, six o'clock Eastern, three o'clock here in Vegas. Action packed, special hour for you Friday. Every Friday during the football season, it's Pick Palooza. That means picks picks and more picks, but this is special. We got the four biggest football games of the week. The four that's going to get us down to the final four. And we are going to break down each game in depth. And then at the end of the hour, get my best bet, Fezzik's best bet, Brad Power's best bet. And even Jonas, he's two and two. I think, I don't think he's had a pick for about three months. He's coming out strong. (laughs) He likes something in that Saints-Philly game. Also joined, as we said, by Fezic, NFL expert, Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have pros. Without Joe's, he is Jonas Knox.
1: Always good to be here, RJ, on the Friday before divisional playoff weekend in the NFL. So let's waste no time and let's get it started. We go to the AFC, in particular Kansas City, Saturday, 4 35 p.m. Eastern Time. The Chiefs on pregame.com right now are a five point favorite hosting the Colts.
4: So here's what we're going to do we're going around the Wise Guy Roundtable. If you listen to the podcast, you're familiar. Going to Fezic first. Going to get his pick on the game, and then his number one factor. Then Brad. Then me. Fez. Let's start. What's your pick? What's your number one factor? Colts. Chiefs.
5: I like the Colts. They're my pick plus five. And number one factor, I can make the case that the Colts are playing the best football throughout the NFL. They're on a ten and one. Straight-up run. But what's more impressive is not only are they 10-1, and but they are number one in the league in point differential. So it hasn't been a bunch of close wins. All right, so let's define point
4: differential. How many points the Colts have scored? How many points the opponents have scored? And that difference is more than any other difference the other 31 teams during this 11-game span. So that shows you, because sometimes Houston this year was an example, won a bunch of close games, Their record was good, but their point differential wasn't considering their record, and that's a sign this may be a lucky team. The fact the Colts have the best point differential says a great record, and they've been winning most of these games handily.
5: Correct, So, and in fact, the one game they lost was a close loss against Jacksonville.
4: Okay, so you gave the Colts as an early best bet on Tuesday, and you've been killing that early best bet. You're still with them. Now, you're going to give another best bet At the end of the show, at the end of the 6 o'clock Eastern Hour. But this is your best bet from Tuesday. You're sticking with it. You like the Colts. Now, you know, let's actually think a minute about why they've been playing better. Because to me, and I've been in Vegas, actually next week will be 21 years in Vegas. Very youthful looking, though, for that. But it's true, 21 years. And... You drove here when you were 15? <laughs> yeah, I'm always worried. I'm always, I am always. took a train. Took a, it was hitchhiking train. <laughs> kind of like when Dylan went from Minnesota to New York City. Okay. I'm always worried about arbitrary start points, right? As in, oh, the last four games were the last two and a half quarters, or if you don't count that first half because it was a 10 a.m. start. So, Fez, make the case why the 11 games is more meaningful than the 16. Because if you look at the whole 16 games, the entire season, you don't think the Colts are better than KC for the season, right? No. So why are the 11 games more applicable?
5: Because Andrew Luck got healthy during the course of the season. Back in September, his shoulder just wasn't right. We saw he wasn't able to throw the ball downfield. Hey, we got to bring in Jacoby Brissett to throw a Hail Mary because Luck can't throw it more than 50 yards Early in October, that started to change. By the end of the year, Luck's arm strength had really improved.
4: And you have an amazing stat with Luck. If you look at every game, September, October, November, he never once, Andrew Luck, ran the ball more than five times. So he wasn't running the ball. There's been five games since December. In those five games, four of the five, he ran the ball over five times. So for three months, it never happens And now 80% of the games, the last five, Andrew Luck's running more. And a mobile quarterback is a sign of health, his willingness to run, Andrew Luck, but also is a sign of danger for the opposing defense in the playoffs because running quarterbacks in the playoffs are more inclined to run and they're very successful. We've certainly seen Russell Wilson and we've seen Aaron Rodgers accomplish that over the years. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas breaking down each of the four NFL games. First game, Colts, Chiefs, wrapping up with Steve Fezzik. He likes an early best bet, actually, on Tuesday, and he still likes the Colts in this game. Also, why 11 games matter, 10-1, and one, last 11? The defensive scheme. They had a new coach, new defense. We had Greg Cosell on a couple weeks ago, straight out of Vegas. He said, hey, after that 1-5 and five start, this was a team that changed up some skills Scheme stuff defensively, and they played so much better after that. And I think, lastly, another reason those 11 games are meaningful for the Colts more than the 16 full season is the number of rookies. When you have key contributors that are rookies, they tend to trend up more than other players throughout the season, and we've seen that for sure. Fez, last thing. There's a subset within the Colts, 11 games, that's even more impressive. There's seven games... That they played even better. Explain.
5: Yes, in those seven games, when Luck had his center and his left tackle and they both started, seven games, he was not sacked once throughout the year. Tremendous pass
4: blocking. Seven games without a sack when these conditions are met and they're met for this game. Correct. That's Steve Fezzik. This is straight out of Vegas. Next up, same thing Brad Powers. Tell me who you like and the number one reason why.
6: Like Indianapolis for me, but my number one factor is considering the other team, Indy's opponent, Kansas City, who was not the same team down the stretch. Kansas City only won cover in their last seven games. Why? Why why were the Chiefs struggling down the stretch? Two reasons. Number one, the loss of Kareem Hunt, a big-time playmaker out of the backfield, running and receiving. And number two, this is more traditionally about their head coach, Andy Reid, More often than not, the league tends to catch up with his different schemes throughout the course of the season. I like Indianapolis. Yeah, think of
4: Alex Smith last year. Even Alex Smith looked amazing. Give Andy Reid a bunch of credit. That changes as the season progresses. Now, Mahomes clearly better than Alex Smith, but still I think we might be seeing some of that phenomenon. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. My pick, also Colts. Like it. We're all three on the Colts. To me, it's a master trend. This is kind of a game-changing trend. Pregame.com research pulled this one out. This is original, guys. We looked at all 32 starting quarterbacks, and we said, find me the first playoff start. I like to call it the virgin start in the playoffs. Now, some quarterbacks haven't played in the playoffs, so they're still virgins. We don't have any numbers on them. Also, there's times it was virgin against virgin. We know all about that. We threw those out. Okay? So what's left is a virgin quarterback in his first start against a experienced non-virgin quarterback. 20 times that's happened. With these quarterbacks in the NFL currently starting, the virgin quarterback is two winners, 17 losers, and one push against the spread. So all the other factors, oh, rookies usually aren't going to win, blah, 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 whatever. And it's rookies or it could be later that your virgin start is. All that's considered. The spread considers it. And still, Mahomes obviously applies here. First start, he's in a two seventeen and one against the spread situation. That's not good for those keeping score at home. Another reason I think Fade Casey like the Colts. Feds, two quick questions. I don't love this game. I just like it. Number one, ton of injuries on the Colts defense. How concerned are you?
5: I'm not that concerned because, frankly, these guys have been showing up on the injury report the last couple of weeks, and I haven't seen any issues with the Colts defense here in week 17 and, of course, in the playoffs.
4: <laughs> Lastly, third straight road game for the Colts. They had a must win week 17. At Tennessee, must win obviously first round of the playoffs. At Houston, now on the road a third time.
5: Yeah, certainly a concern. But the one thing that would mitigate that is it was such an easy, easy wins for them at Tennessee and at Houston. They led that Houston game yeah, twenty-one a, a Lot of
4: BS, man. No,
5: when you. Well, I know you
4: disagree. Now I'm having my say, and the reason. <laughs> no, I'm right. It's like, oh, you think you're right, huh? Okay, that's a surprise. Then, <laughs> but here's the thing. It's not so much playing the game itself. It's all the preparation. It's all the intensity. It's all the anxiety. It's being on that plane known if you make one mistake, you're, you know, you, your season could end. And I think that having six, you know, a third straight must-win game when Kansas City hasn't had an intense game for how long? Right? I mean, they beat the Raiders in Week 17. I think you could say KC's rusty, maybe. But to me, it's more about... That the Colts are a little bit tired. If it wasn't for that, I would love the Colts. Even so, I like the Colts. Fez likes the Colts. Brad likes the Colts.
1: After Saturday's game between the Colts and Chiefs, Saturday night at the Coliseum on Fox is the Cowboys and the Rams. Right now, LA, a seven and a half point favorite over Dallas.
5: All right, same thing, Fez. Who do you like?
4: And number one factor.
5: Yeah, I lean to Dallas. I really just a lean, just a lean. I think the number one factor is I really think there's a good chance Dallas can shorten this game with a matchup advantage by running the ball. Dallas, we all know Zeke Elliott runs the ball well. Dallas gains four and a half yards per rush. That's above the NFL average, but the Ramsy is actually last in the NFL. They give up over five yards per rush. If Dallas can have long drives, time-consuming drives, they can shorten this game, and it'll become... So wait, are we supposed to act like the Rams offense is some kind of, like,
4: juggernaut? Uh-oh, Jared Goff is coming! (laughs) Say, Put the children
5: away! I mean, what the heck? What are we scared of? Well, the Rams... Could well have a very successful day offensively here. I mean.
4: (laughs) It sounds like like someone in a parole hearing. It's like it's very possible this four-time loser could now not break the law again. That didn't sound very convincing. What have the Rams done in the last six weeks, even two months, after the Kansas City
5: game? What have the Rams done that would make you think, we better shorten this game? The Rams have struggled offensively. I agree. So why are you saying what be, you're saying? Because Gurley was not 100% in the play action. And you think passing, he's 100% now? We don't know that. We don't think so.
4: So this line assumes he's 100%. It does. So why not like the Cowboys? What's stopping you from liking the Cowboys? Everything you've said, Brad, everything he said sounds like he likes the Cowboys. Yes. But instead he goes, I lean, lean.
5: Why? Gut feel. <laughs> You're just scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Maybe I got that ticket on the Rams to win the Super Bowl, and it's biasing me, RJ, from back in September.
4: Why would that bias you? It shouldn't. But why, how could it even conceptually bias you? It shouldn't. So you just said it might be something that makes no sense it would be. But I'll tell you this. I actually, you know, if you read Malcolm Gladwell's Blink, what it talks about is the idea that we all have gut instincts that are instant and it's our whole history that leads to that instinct. And we don't know consciously why sometimes, but you got to trust the instinct. Doesn't mean you do it blind, but if you got a feeling this doesn't feel right, even if you can't explain it, it's valid to react to that feeling because it's your subconscious telling you something. And we know Fez's subconscious is a winner because he he has a mansion and he has a yacht. When we come back, we're gonna continue in this Rams game. I actually like it more, and you're going to get my pick in the Rams Cowboys
2: game.
1: That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
6: And then they're never at any of those. those. Never,
7: yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? tell about- me the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.
1: I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a moment, we will get back into the Cowboys and the Rams coming up on Saturday night.
4: Each day we have fun bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you right now on the Strip. 60 degrees, yes. January, 60 degrees here, baby. And the neon is flowing.
1: From the Strip in Vegas back to the Coliseum in L.A. We go the Rams, minus 7.5, hosting the Dallas Cowboys.
4: Yeah, seven's out there, seven and a half. Seven is the key number, the second key number in the NFL. Three, most margin of victory, most common margin of victory in the NFL. Three, seven is number two. So, boy, if you're going to lay it, lay the seven. If you're going to take it, take the seven and a half. Fess says he leans, leans, leans only on Dallas. And when asked why, he said, I don't know. Just And then he started patting his stomach. And you might think, that's goofy, right? Or is he hungry? No. He's saying, I've been doing this 20-plus years. I haven't had a straight job since 1999. And I know my stuff, and my stomach says, be careful with Dallas. That does worry me, but he still leans that way. Brad, you think it's a tight one, too. You don't really have a strong opinion, but you've got a big factor that's pro Rams and one that's, Anti-Rams.
6: Yeah, torn on this one, RJ. The pro factor why I would lean with the Rams is Jared Goff. Much better quarterback at home this entire season. 22 touchdowns, only three interceptions on the road. Very average quarterback, Jared Goff. Ten touchdowns, nine picks. But here's what's what concern, concerns me with the Rams. Against winning teams, zero covers. Zero in their last seven games against winning teams. Zero, five, and two against the number.
4: So you're saying, and that's an interesting way to think about handicapping. Some teams play really well against bad teams, and they run it up. Other teams will play up or down to the competition. And what you're saying is when the Rams played a team that was simply 9-7 nine, nine and seven or better, yep. ultimately at the end of the year, if you look back at those games, the last seven of them, the Rams did not cover one time. Nope, zero covers. Fez, is your, what's your gut telling you?
5: Yeah, my gut says that, <laughs> that, that's a very good factor, especially because how did the Rams end? Oh, really nice win against Arizona. Really nice win against San Francisco. Not exactly playoff teams there.
4: That's the Fezzik and RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. Now my take, Fez leans Dallas. Brad says pass. I like Dallas here, and here's why. Imagine if the season were flipped. And the first half, the first eight games were the last eight games and vice versa. So what the Rams did the last eight weeks would have led the season off. How different would the narrative be? Mm. And we have fun with Fez on this one. But three weeks into the year, the Rams were plus 250 to win the Super Bowl. And literally no team at that point of the season in the last decade, 10 years had been that big of a favorite. The Rams, relative to the competition, were better than any of those Belichick teams, any team in the last decade. Seems absurd. Somehow Fez was just smiling. He was all happy because he had a Rams ticket in his pocket at 6-1. to one. But here's the question. A couple weeks before the season even started, the Rams were 13-1. to one. And then everyone started saying, well, wait a minute, that Peters, that's that guy that was real good with Kansas City, right? And Tlaib... I've seen him in some Super Bowls. They were looking at like a rotisserie team or something. And they said, "Well, if they have a great offense, the Rams. And they have a great defense. Well, great plus great equals great." Is that a fair representation of your analysis, Fez? It's close enough. All right, at least he's admitting it. So now the question is: Are the Rams great on offense? No. Are the Rams great on defense? No. In fact, they're the worst team against the rush in the NFL yards per carry. And I'm telling you this, Zeke Elliott can run the ball, buddy. And we talk about mobile quarterbacks. Dak, it's very effective when quarterbacks are willing to run. Dak is the most mobile quarterback in the NFL. What percentage of the crowd is going to be rooting for Dallas in this quote-unquote home game? At least 40%. I think more. Colin said, and we did our podcast already, it's out tomorrow morning you can get it on my twitter me and colin breaking down a pick on every one of these games at rj in vegas on twitter to get the colin cowherd pod with me
5: fez yes ticket service vivid seats is currently projecting 70 percent rams fans but i think this is misleading because i this is by zip codes and the like because i think that 30 percent cowboys fans is going to be a whole lot louder and a whole lot more passionate
4: yeah, I've never heard this vivid whatever. We'll see. <laughs> I, I got a feeling it's going to be more towards 50. But either way, it's going to be less home field advantage than you would expect. Last thing, Gurley's health. Now, Dallas has a pretty good rush defense. Another example of a pretty good rush defense, the Saints. When the Rams played the Saints, and this was in New Orleans, so you would expect the Rams, they were underdogs, might not be able to run as much as they'd want. The over-under for rush yards Vegas set for Gurley was like 96. Now, Gurley over-under rush yards against Dallas, Fez? Down to 78 and a half. So think about this. About the same quality D, wouldn't you agree Dallas against the run, Saints against the run? Sure. If anything, Saints are a little better. But close, let's call it. On one hand, the over-under for rush yards for Gurley when he's healthy is almost 100 and now it's below 80, the Vegas market is telling you. doesn't mean it's true, but the Vegas market believes Gurley is not 100%. Now, I'm not betting Dallas on the spread. What I'll tell you is, on my best bet, this game is involved, and we've got a professional way, a superior way, to bet this Dallas game.
1: From the L.A. Rams to the L.A. Chargers, we go. The Chargers are in New England to take on the Patriots. This is the Sunday, 105 Eastern time kickoff. New England, a four-point favorite on pregame.com.
4: You know, some of these uh, Vegas shows, and they're all popping up You know in local markets, and they've been here for a long time. It literally, they call them, Jonas, a rundown show where they open the schedule up, And it's like, okay, next up, Townsend State (laughs) off a loss. And it's like, I just think sometimes. Calm now. (laughs) Who's listening to this? But I got to admit, there's a certain purity to just running down these games when appropriate that I enjoy.
2: No sex, no booze, no drugs. Our little roller is a purist. He's a thoroughbred. All he cares about is the next hand.
4: Well, here's the next game, Fez. You're a purist. Let's be honest. Who do you like and why?
2: Yeah, I
5: like New England here. It's all about the horrible travel spot for the Chargers as my number one factor. Week 17 of the regular season, they travel to altitude at Denver. Then they come back to Los Angeles and then playoff game at Baltimore all the way across the country. Then they don't stay on the East Coast. They fly back to LA and now they're flying to Boston. That is a whole lot of travel.
4: 10,000 miles during those trips. And during that time, Bill Belichick has traveled from his bedroom (laughs) to his office and film room, that triangle, because literally week 16, home, double-digit favorites, Bills win easily. Week 17, home, double-digit favorite, Jets win easily. Then a bye. I would make the case this is the most disparate, Rest situation I've ever seen in the NFL. I mean, i maybe I don't re- I don't remember another one where ch- the Patriots are about as rested as a team can be. And oh, by the way, the Chargers three in a row, four out of five on the road. Also, so road home, road 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 across the country, another 10 a.m. start. Wow. So I think it's both the fatigue of the Chargers and the rest. Of the Pats. That contrast is the key.
5: Yes, and that physical fatigue might just translate to more fatigue due to the weather. 26 degrees here in Boston and a team from Los Angeles.
4: So when you say here in Boston, are you mentally at Foxborough right now? or I am after I bet the Patriots. <laughs> it reminds me of the great line with Kramer. He was moving to California. He tells everyone, Jerry and everyone, and they said, so Kramer, when you leave into California, you know when you get into California— he goes, in my mind, I'm already there. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, Fez, you and Kramer, I see it. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. Okay, Brad, same thing. Who do you like in this
6: game? Why? Like New England for me, on top of the travel factor, let's talk about New England at home. They've been at home the last month. New England at home this year, the best, the best team in the NFL. Perfect 8-0, and number one in the NFL, outscoring their opponents by 16 points per game. Number and by the w- way,
4: just to be clear, straight up 8-0.
6: 8-0 straight up, outscoring their opponents by more than two touchdowns per game, outgaining their opponents, number one in the NFL by 111 yards per game.
4: So, Brad, I would play devil's advocate. I think you're probably right. The Pats are the best home team in the NFL this year. But who's the best road team?
6: The Chargers. So doesn't that kind of weigh out? It does weigh out a little bit. The line's saying it's weighing out, but th- let's keep And it. I'm not saying there's not other
4: factors, yeah. but I do think, if anything, you can mitigate that, that, that Chargers or Road Warriors factor because you do have the, probably the best yes. home team in the NFL. And what I would say, also research from pregame.com research, Mackie headed this one up, associate producer here, he does this calisthenics and stuff during the show too, but I don't think he gets credit necessarily for that. This is interesting. In the last seven games, the Belichick's had the bye in the division round. Okay? They have won the games. They're six and one against the spread in those games, but they've won the games by over 16 points a game. So six and one against the spread. They lost to the Ravens, only one they lost to in that time. And when you're winning playoff games by 16 points, I think we see Belichick for sure taking advantage of the bye against the team that played the week before. In just one minute, you're going to get my pick On the Patriots game.
1: That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Byers.
8: Some coaching news in the NFL. Nothing official yet, but the Dolphins are reportedly focused on making Patriots linebackers coach Brian Flores their head coach. That from the NFL Network. Of course, the deal can't be done until the Patriots season is over. Gary Kubiak won't be joining the Broncos staff under Vic Fangio as their offensive coordinator. ESPN says the sides just couldn't come together on staffing and offensive philosophies. Packers defensive coordinator Mike Patton will return under new head coach Matt LaFleur. While Marty Morningweg deciding to leave the Ravens organization after he was replaced as the team's offensive coordinator by Greg Roman earlier today. Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts is visiting Maryland today and will also visit the University of Miami on Sunday. According to KeanSport.com, Alabama defensive lineman Quinnen Williams is leaving school early to enter the NFL draft. Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo out tonight against the War- Wizards, that is, He has a hip injury. Dodgers acquired catcher Russell Martin in a trade with the Blue Jays today. And Astros third baseman Alex Bregman underwent surgery on his elbow to remove loose particles, but should be ready for opening day. Back to you guys.
1: Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas here. Fox Sports Radio coming up in about 12 minutes from now here on FSR. We will have best bets as we head into a busy weekend in the NFL. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell.
4: Yeah, I got to tell you, Jonas, I love this, right? When you get a chance to spend quadruple the time on each game, you find those nuggets that the average handicapper, the average sports media guy, they don't have. So we always say at the beginning of the show, sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans and about half our listeners don't even bet to know more than their buddies. I think we're delivering today.
1: Definitely. And so let's get back into it, guys, where we were talking Patriots Chargers still sitting at Patriots minus four currently on pregame.com.
4: All right, Fezzik, you like New England. Your main reason, Chargers travel, four or five road games, a lot of miles travel, 10 a.m. start, body clockwise. Brad said, hey, Pats are really good at home. I like the Pats. Actually... 8-0 this year, 15 straight home game wins for the Patriots, 12-3 against the spread in those games. Brad also likes the Pats. We're going to have our best bets here in about 10 minutes. I like the Pats, too, and here's why. I think there's something wrong with the Chargers' offense, and I think there's something wrong perhaps – with the health of the quarterback. You know, there's always that shot put, shot put, throw. It just looks worse. Now, it's one thing to have the eye test, right? You can pat your belly. You can point to your eyes. But I like to have data. Last five games, the Chargers have gained 282 yards per game on average. Across the season, that would be number 31 in the NFL. Now, we can say, and let's give credit, or let's at least acknowledge, they played the Ravens twice during that time, a really good defense. But still, 282 yards, it feels like there's something wrong. Faz, are you seeing anything with your eyes?
5: Oh, very much so. And when we saw them beat Baltimore. Very much, what are you seeing? I am seeing Rivers. You mentioned it. He always throws a little bit of a shot-put motion. But it just looks awkward, like he's releasing the ball quickly, but he doesn't have the zip. He doesn't have the fastball that he had earlier in the year. And I wonder also, RJ, what's the most physical defense in the NFL, either the Bears or Baltimore? Having to play Baltimore two of the last three weeks, is that going to have a oh, lasting impact on That's a good
4: point right there, Fezzik. No wonder you won that Super Contest twice. That's a good point. And then also, Belichick has certain guys' number. Well, against Rivers, eight times they've played, one in seven straight up, by the way, Rivers is. By the way, the only time he beat Belichick with Castle at quarterback. But in his entire career, in those eight games, 10 touchdowns for Rivers, 10 interceptions. When you have a borderline Hall of Famer playing half a season against one coach, and he's 10 and 10 TD interceptions, it's a sign perhaps... Belichick has his number. Perhaps there's something wrong physically with Rivers or something else about that Chargers offense doesn't seem right. Lastly, if there's one thing you can say that's a concern about the Pats, it's going to be Brady's age, right? And the whole team's kind of old, a little slow. Boy, all of this rest, I think it benefits the Pats more than any team, any team, because they really have not only had the week off, but some home games, They were double-digit favorites, and Fezzik likes the Pats. Brad Powers likes the Pats. I like the Pats.
1: As we transition to the Eagles and the Saints, which is the weekend capper, 440 Eastern time on Sunday on Fox. I wanted to throw this quote from Saints head coach Sean Payton at URJ and the guys in Vegas. Sean Payton in talking about home field advantage. He said, quote, not too long ago here, it wasn't too tough of a place to play when we were struggling. I think part of that is what kind of team you're fielding and when you get the combinations of a good team and then the crowd noise and then you have something. I think a lot has to do with the talent level of your football team, end quote. What is the Vegas takeaway of Sean Payton's assessment of home field?
4: And Belichick said something similar denigrating home field, right?
1: Yeah, Belichick pointed out that last week three teams uh, won on the road.
4: So here's what I (laughs) – there you go. Here's what I would say. Belichick is telling you not what he thinks is the truth but what he thinks is going to help him win a game, right? So I would never, ever, ever disagree with Bill Belichick about football, right? So let's start there. That said, it's easy to look at the numbers. In the playoffs, 63% of the time, the home team wins. And they win by an average of 4.7 points a game, so almost five points a game. Now, skeptics out there, you might say, well, wait a minute, RJ, the home team's the better team a majority of the time. They should win. Well, yeah, but if the teams were even, home field in the regular season is three, typically, And if you look at the numbers, home teams win by about three. The fact it's 4.7 points a game advantage for the home team reinforces its home field plus the teams are better, the home teams oftentimes. So to me, the numbers tell you for sure that home is a big advantage. Would you rather win 63% of the time Or 37% of the time, home teams win 63.
1: So let's take a closer look at the matchup between the Eagles and Saints this Sunday. We're right now on pregame.com. New Orleans is an eight-point favorite.
4: Sean Payton said something very salient to the Saints, which is their home field, when they're winning, is one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans, when the Saints are winning. When the Saints aren't winning, it does drop off. Why? Because the noise of the dome is one of the big advantages. In Green Bay, the noise isn't a big advantage. It's the uniqueness of that slick surface, that grass, that I think is the driver. So he's right, but obviously in a playoff game, you got to feel pretty good about the Saints. Fez, who do you like? What's your
5: number one factor? I lean to the Saints, and it's all about the Eagles' travel. I really don't like the fact. Fifth road game, the last six weeks, third road game in a row. And also, not just road games, RJ. This is their fourth straight must-win-or-you're-done game. How much energy does this team have left?
4: Why don't you like it?
5: You know, Foles is playing incredibly well. Best
4: passer rating in playoff history. Nick Foles. Don't want to step in front of the <laughs> Foles freight train. Forget. Remember, what was that uh, on Tin Cup when he's going, step aside, Nicholas. Wa- <laughs> step aside, Tom Watson. There's a guy named McElroy that's got your name. Na- well, step aside, Joe Montana. Nick Foles, best passer in playoff history. So what you're saying is, really, that everything points to the Saints, but you're scared to bet against Nick Foles.
5: I am. I talked about how he didn't look good in preseason. I think we're way past preseason. How many times does he have to put up a QBR game after game around 75, which puts him in the top quartile on one game throughout the league, but you stack all these together, he's playing like the third best quarterback in the league.
4: So Fezzik leans with the Saints. When we come back, you're going to get my pick on the Saints and my best bet, Fezzik's best bet, Brad's best bet, and yes, jonas is best bet.
1: he's rj bell i'm jonas knox this is the pregame show you always wanted and it's money making time next here on fox sports radio
2: be sure to catch live editions of straight out of vegas weekdays at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific
0: ophthalmologist dr strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts
3: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
0: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at Meta.com/slash Metaverse Impact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledonna, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game.
1: I'm R.J. Bell.
4: We are straight out of Vegas.
1: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Let's get back into it, guys, as we finish up here. It is the Eagles and the Saints right now on pregame.com. The Saints still an eight-point favorite hosting Philadelphia.
4: So Fezzik, two-time Hilton, super contest champion, only got to do that, said, I lean Saints, but I'm scared of Nick Foles. I think it's a reasonable position to have. Brad, same thing, lean Saints, right? Yep, lean Saints. Okay. Oh, have you done your handicap on this No, I am not. Hit us, Give about, me your number
6: one. Yeah, all this talk about Nick Foles, let's talk about the other side of the ball for Philadelphia. What really has changed for Philadelphia since they allowed 48 points to the Saints just a few weeks ago? I'd argue not much. The, the Eagles took advantage of a Washington team playing a couple backup quarterbacks. Chicago took couldn't take advantage. Houston certainly took advantage of Philadelphia's defense, and so did the Cowboys. With 13 different starters in that secondary this year, I I don't see how the Eagles stopped the Saints here.
4: And I think you're right. Everyone was saying this Saints, or I'm sorry, this Eagles team is dead because their D-backs are so bad. Brees put up 48, but if you look at the quarterbacks, as Brad Powers just ticked off, other than Watson, who they gave up 30 points to not great quarterbacks. So I think that problem in the Eagles secondary is still there. It hasn't been exploited. You might question the Saints when it comes to their offense later in the year, but that was on the road. Last five home games for the Saints when Breeze plays, here's the point total. 31-31, 48-45-43. Doesn't sound like a problem at all on offense for the Saints. So... Let me look at this. You know something? I'm going to hold my... I was going to do my best bet on a parlay. I'm going to, I'm going to call an audible, Jonas. I'm going to give my best bet. No, forget the best time we be bet. <laughs> I'm just going to win. All right? Here's my audible best bet, R.J. Bell. Over 29.5 points for the Saints. So you can do team totals, and pretty much any bookie's going to let you do this. If not... Shop around, legally, of course, over 29 and a half points. Now, Fez said, I'm scared of Nick Foles. Some might laugh at that. I, I, my guess is tens of thousands laughed across the country at you, Fez. But all that said, they were wrong because I'm kind of scared of Nick Foles too, just in a more manly way, I think. And <laughs> to me, I don't want to get involved with Nick Foles and his magic. What I want is the Saints offense against the Philly defense. Because what else does Philly have to offer? Philly has to offer a great pass rush. Well, who's got a great O-line and who gets rid of the ball quicker than anyone? So the Saints team is built to to, to exploit the Eagles. Why? Because the big pass rush doesn't really matter for the Eagles that much with Breeze. And, oh, the D-backs are terrible. Let's forget Foles, over 29-and-a-half for the Saints Best bet of the week.
5: Love it. And I love the fact Nick Foles is a gunslinger. You might get a pick six, and he may throw three touchdown passes and one pick six interception as well.
4: How could the best passer rating in the history of the playoffs throw a pick six, guys? (laughs) Come on. Hey, Jonas, you like this one too. Yeah,
1: I like New Orleans minus the eight. Everyone's overhyping Nick Foles from a week ago. He had two awful interceptions. You can make the case in a lot of spots in that game. He was outplayed by Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky found a lot of holes in that secondary, especially in the second half. Allen Robinson went for 10 catches and over 100 yards. He dominated in that second half. Josh Bellamy had a big uh, reception in that second half. None of those guys are starters probably on the New Orleans Saints. I think Drew Brees runs it up and I think the Foles magic comes back down to earth.
4: So you're not scared of Nick Foles? No,
1: not at all. Not even close.
4: Fezzik is, but you're not.
1: Yeah, well, and look, if this doesn't go out uh, the right way, I'll just delete it from the podcast. So, I mean, that's
3: (laughs) the way it goes. real,
4: Real quick here, Fezzik and Brad have the same best bet. So we're getting two good ones, and one's a double
5: baby. Fez, make your case. Yeah, like the New England Patriots, all about all this travel for the Chargers at Denver, at Baltimore, now going to Boston, all the time going back to Los Angeles, 10,000 miles And I got to question these Chargers' skill position players. Quarterback Rivers, running back Gordon, wide receiver Allen. They all look banged up to me, RJ, from those two games against Baltimore. This travel, I think, is going to have a big impact on all the Chargers, especially these three.
4: All right, so we talked about every game we gave our picks and our leans. Your very best bet, if you could only take off the rubber band for one NFL game, it's the
5: Patriots. And Belichick we trust.
6: Brad? right. And Speaking of Bill Belichick, my best bet is also on the Patriots. I don't think you can get a bigger mismatch as far as postseason experience and a head coaching edge than Bill Belichick with extra time to prep against Anthony Lynn. The line says it's going to be a close game. Who do you trust to make the correct decisions when the game's on the line? Give me Bill Belichick.
4: I agree with you guys. I like this one too. You know, it's funny. Colin was talking about this game. And he said, I think the Chargers might be better. And I think they might be, all things equal. But I still like the Pats here because this is one of the worst situation spots I've seen. The 10 a.m. Pacific body clock for the Chargers on top of all of that. So to recap, Brad Powers Fezzik, both with their best bets on New England. My best bet is on the Saints team total over 29 and a half points. I got to tell you, Jonas, I'm feeling
1: pretty good. And we are going to be feeling much better coming up Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern time when we are back. If you missed any of today's show, check out the podcast on FoxSportsRadio.com. A deep dive into every NFL game. We are straight out of Vegas back Monday here on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Straight out of Vegas!
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com.